The Lord be with you. A reading from the Holy Gospel according to Matthew. At that time, Jesus withdrew to the region of Tyre and Sidon. And behold, a Canaanite woman of that district came and called out, Have pity on me, Lord, son of David. My daughter is tormented by a demon. But Jesus did not say a word in answer to her. Jesus' disciples came and asked him, Send her away, for she keeps calling out after us. He said in reply, I was sent only to the lost sheep of the house of Israel. But the woman came and did Jesus homage, saying, Lord, help me. He said in reply, It is not right to take the food of the children and throw it to the dogs. She said, Please, Lord, for even the dogs eat the scraps that fall from the table of their masters. Then Jesus said to her in reply, O woman, great is your faith. Let it be done for you as you wish. And the woman's daughter was healed from that hour. The Gospel of the Lord. Well, I have decided to take at least one Sunday a month and focus more on the young people of St. Joseph's. So this is for you, and just as you challenge me, I am going to challenge you to see yourselves reflected in these readings and and in this Mass, to make a decision to follow Christ this year. 2020-2021, with renewed vigor and passion. In the opening prayer, we read, Fill our hearts, we pray, with the warmth of your love, so that loving you in all things, and above all things, we may attain your promises, which surpass every human desire. Dear young people of St. Joseph's, spend time with Christ and you will discover how much he loves you. He talks to us as if we are the only one that exists in the world. He knows us better than we know ourselves, in part because he made us, and in part because he made us with a mission in mind. We belong to him. When we spend time with Christ, he fills us with peace He doesn't push us to respond. He's very respectful of our freedom. Do you remember St. Paul? Before his conversion, he was Saul, and he persecuted the Christians. Then he met the Lord. Before he went up to meet Peter and the other apostles, he spent three years in prayer and preparation. So the man who received an urgent mission directly from our Lord spends three years of his life in prayer. During this time, of which we know little, our Lord prepares Paul to be, as we read in the second epistle, the apostle sent to proclaim the good news to the Gentiles. You fit right in that spot. You are going to be called to preach the good news to all of those people around you. Just fast forward 10 years, five years, maybe less, 
when you're in college. It's not going to be like this. <laughs> it's going to be something else. It's going to be incredible. Because they will come to you. They will see in you something that they desire in their hearts. They won't know what it is. So you will give them the answer. Not so much by your words, but by your example. So the second reading, observe what is right, do what is just, for my salvation is about to come, my justice is about to be revealed. When you go to college, it's a time when people make decisions. And so you are going to be surrounded by people making decisions, often bad ones. You might be there picking up pieces, but there will also be those little cracks in which the Holy Spirit uses you to help redirect somebody else on the path of goodness. So we've been given some indications here on how to go about creating my pathway in life. Here at St. Joseph's, you have been given a privileged platform. The teachings you have received from Monsignor in the past has gone by. The solid prayer life here at St. Joseph's. The access to the sacraments, etc., etc. Makes it easy for you to know what is right. Do what is just. Now comes the tougher part. Acting requires determination and grit. Putting your hands on the plow and moving forward on your plan of life. Being, as St. John Paul II would write, an acting person. When you do what is just, you are acting with love and charity. You are able to rise above the fray. And you're able to look down, come down, and be in the fray, but not affected by it. We are always called to live beside others. We are not... A subs- an individual substance. Just me. Me, myself, and I. No, we've been created to live in relationship with others. Look at us here. This is what makes St. Joseph's a community, a family. St. Paul comes to our rescue again. For the gifts and the call of God are irrevocable. Irrevocable. When you come to realize that God has deposited in you unique gifts, life takes on the dimension of an adventure. And an adventure just like that of the apostles who went to the ends of the earth. But these gifts and the call are intimately connected to your faith journey and in our case, within the Catholic Church. In other words, Christ and the church are one And we are one with them when we are in communion with both. So when we separate it, well, we know what happens. You have 30,000 different Protestant churches. And they're all good people, right? We all know that. We all have Protestant brothers and sisters who are our friends. And often we admire them. But what happened was there was a break. And it it all shattered into thousands of pieces. You belong to the one holy Roman Catholic Church. This is a gift and a responsibility. When you do what is just, you are following what Shakespeare said in Hamlet. This above all, to thine own self be true. And it must follow as night the day, 
thou canst not then be false to any man. Did he not say famously, to be or not to be, that is the question? Perhaps we could say to ourselves today, to know your mission or not know your mission, that is the question. O woman, great is your faith. Let it be done for you as you wish. These words of our Lord in the context of what we heard, the surrounding uh, details of where that came from, you know, first, he doesn't answer her at all. And, and so you start to add up what she was up against. He didn't answer me. She was a pagan. This was the first and only time that Jesus went there. The disciples, his followers said, let's shoo her away. Jesus says to her, to them, I was sent only to the lost sheep of Israel. I mean, it's building up. There is a big wall between this person and Jesus. Then he says, as if that wasn't enough, it is not right to take the food of children and throw it to the dogs. What would you have done? I know what I would have done. I would have hightailed out there. I was one unwanted person. And she didn't care. She persisted. She didn't stop. In other words, she knew what she wanted. And nothing was going to get in her way. She loved with a powerful love. She would not let go of her goal, saving her daughter. That was the only thing that mattered. That was her call and her gift. I met many years ago a young man in Cancun. Cancun is right a resort area, and it's also an area of a lot of poverty. So Jonathan was born into a family, and at the age of 12, he realized, my father's an alcoholic, my mother has left the Catholic Church, and my two sisters have gone astray. So his family was shattered. And he said to himself, I know what I'll do. I'll go to Mass every day, and I'll serve. So for years and years, Jonathan, a young boy, would get up, get his stuff ready, go to Mass, and then go to school. Fast forward. He's now married. He works in the school that he went to. His father has come back to, to, to normal living, goes to Mass with him. His mother has come back to the church, and his two sisters are married. Because Jonathan set about with the help of God, to bring things back together again. So takeaways. Make a plan. Pray over it. Begin to practice it. Be patient. Look back to see how far you've come. Find a mentor. If you need a mentor, ask. I'll find you one. Each week, spend 30 minutes looking at your plan. See where you can improve, seeing where you've made progress. I guess this might be a pet peeve, and it's not like I've mastered it, but it's something that I think we all need to think about, especially you young men and young women, time management. So you, you look, okay, so I entertain, I, I am entertained, and I look at my entertainment list, and then I look at the list that might help me get a job one day. Or, even more importantly, what might bring me closer to God? You weigh them up, and you, you might realize, ooh, okay, I need to look at that. 
cut back on the entertainment, add more to self-formation, you are on the path to becoming not just a great man, a great woman, but really someone who wants to, someone who others want to be with. So, my dear parents and grandparents, let's pray for our young people today. During this Mass, they'll take up the challenge to be ambassadors of this great faith. As per usual, Mass has been celebrated for all of you. That the Church will continue to be the voice of truth, mercy, and the love of Jesus. And that all will be encouraged to live the good life of the Gospel we pray to the Lord for our young people at St. Joseph's that they will take up the challenge, make a plan, and become great men and women of our world. We pray to the Lord for our senior citizens that God will help them in their needs and be always close to them in his love. We pray to the Lord for our parish that our parish may grow in holiness through the graces of the Eucharist. We pray to the Lord. For the grace this week to persevere in prayer and faith, knowing that the Lord hears us and loves us. We pray to the Lord. For the souls of those family members that have passed, eternal rest grant unto them, O Lord. May their souls and the souls of all the faithful departed. Let us now join our prayers to those of the Blessed Mother as we sing.